0: I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. We'll start off today with the quote of the day from Dave Naylor out in the UK says my rule of thumb is build a site for a user not a spider all right and today we are starting off our series on bootstrapping it starting from absolutely zero you're doing it yourself a hundred percent this information is going to help you speed up that process by light years and learn from the mistakes that we've made along the way so that you can get your site up fast get it optimized fast and start driving sales and get that thing doing its job for you. All right, so we're going to start from the very, very top, very beginning. We, uh, We have our business. We want to find a domain for our business. So the domain, that's our name for our website registration. We're going to... We're going to go to GoDaddy, there's, if you do Google search for GoDaddy, there's, you can get a domain for 99 cents, it's a first time domain buyers offer, it's an awesome deal, normally it's like 15 bucks, we're going to start there, and where do we go from there, William? Okay, so, assuming you're going to use the name of your business
1: as your domain, which is fine, a lot of people are using the services, Uh, if they're a local business, they might say, their service plus the city behind it.com I would still recommend using .coms unless you're an organization you might use .org other organizations use .net look into it if you're a business you should stick with .com don't go with .cos and um, even though a lot of people are finding success with them so you go to GoDaddy reason why you go to GoDaddy is it's 24-7 they'll help you on the phone um, 24 hours a day 365 days a year Um, Who cares if there's other cheaper people out there? You can't get a hold of them, and these guys, they've got the money, they've got the talent. So we're going to find the domain we want, You know, most often it's the name of your business, and hopefully you don't have to pay for a premium one. Um, We've spent thousands on domains that we wanted, uh, but hopefully yours is the name of your business, it's unique, no one's ever used it, boom, you've got it. So you pick that, buy pay for it. You're gonna either pay one, three, five years, you're gonna pay for some privacy on it. If you don't want to get a million calls a day, good luck with that. We get a million calls a day of trash. And um, put privacy protection on it, and then you're gonna host it. You'll also so you'll register that domain at GoDaddy and you're gonna host it at GoDaddy. While you pay for that hosting, it's the same thing. You can get a one-year, three-year, five-year plan. They have um, you know, they cut the prices the longer you do it. At the same time, you're going to get a hosting and an SSL. That's a security certificate. You've got, you got to get an SSL. Google is um, putting S- HTTPS sites up in the searches way more often than HTTPs, and you just have to do it. So to do it right, we're going to get the domain, the, the URL, we're going to host it, and we're going to get the certi- security certificate. Let's make it easy. Let's go with GoDaddy.
0: Yep and that security certificate is a big deal especially if you're trying to collect information from people no one's going to give you even their email address let alone their phone number or their mailing address or even trust your site if you're selling something unless they see that padlock up there
1: yeah the sooner you add the padlock the less issues you'll have too. like if we've had padlocks on our clients uh, years into the website, and then we have to go back to each page and, and force SSL, or uh, like using Moody Blues, or go and replace the photos to get them to go from HTTP. You'll see like a mixed media error. There'll be like a yellow question mark. That can be really annoying. There's a lot of research out there though, um, and we've gone through it a lot. The best thing is, is when you start your site, start it with an SSL. You still may have to do a force SSL with WordPress occasionally. But there's a, a plug you can use, it's real light, real easy, um, but then it's to your content management system.
0: Yep, and you know, if you've listened to any other episodes, you guys know we are huge fans of WordPress. Over a third of the internet runs on WordPress, uh, whitehouse.gov runs on WordPress. It's got a lot of credibility and it's stood the test of time. It's an open source CMS and it's constantly being updated. It's got the best options, in our opinion, for just a huge variety, any type of website that you want to build. Um, You don't have to know code to build on WordPress either, that's a big thing, especially if you're doing this yourself and you're trying to figure it out. WordPress is a good place to go because there's a lot of drag and drop options. You can Google stuff, you can look on YouTube, and you can pretty much figure it out. As long as you're willing to hustle, you can get to the bottom of it.
1: When you say hustle, you know, it's just another word in this industry for research. You really have to get your hustle on in regard to researching. You're going to have to um, hustle about WordPress. You're going to have to hustle about learning how to build in the theme. You're going to have to hustle to learn how to use plugins. You're going to have to hustle to learn about some of the things we'll talk about in the next episodes. But it's all about how hard you're willing to research. And then, of course, if you've got the money, then you should pay someone like us that knows all of these things um and that makes it easier on you but at the end of the day we're talking about
0: bootstrapping it yep uh and so from there once you once you get your wordpress and usually uh, what's what's the price on wordpress for like a year is it wordpress is free that's free yeah it's free so you you uh you're just paying for the hosting
1: yep you're paying for the hosting and wordpress is going to be in the back end you're going to install wordpress um course there are other options but we're strictly talking about WordPress. WordPress is is free to use man it's amazing and and you're gonna install it inside your dashboard inside your um, GoDaddy dashboard and then you're gonna be working from the back end of the website.
0: Yep and so from there it's time to start Picking kind of the, well, picking the actual theme for your website. So this is another huge bonus of using WordPress because there's a lot of preset themes out there. It's going to be a solid starting point from you, for you. Um, and so you can go through these different theme options and look for something that kind of... Says what what you're going what fits the type of look that you're going for for your website and there's going to be free themes and there's also going to be premium and themes that you pay money for.
1: Yeah, so we we stick to premium themes, um, but there are free themes. Like when you download WordPress, it's going to come preloaded with in the themes tab. It's going to come preloaded with like 2018, 2017, stuff like that we we deal with premium themes just because of the industry we're in and you know we're a big fan of galaxy it's a super fast um, super optimized uh, theme but the one that we've enjoyed the most and of course there are things we dislike about it big time but the one that has worked the most and works across the most verticals is the divi theme the divi theme is super cheap i want to say it's like a hundred dollars a year you can use it on as many sites as you can build, and then, so that works out great for us because we're, we're building sites every day. The Divi theme comes with all kinds of uh, videos, all kinds of training. People on YouTube are building in the Divi theme, showing you their amazing sites, doing walkthroughs. It's super easy to use. Comes with a great builder. You will love the Divi theme. The, if you must know, and I'm sure you do, the downside is,
0: is it's a uh, heavy. It's it's resource intensive. It's kind of slow. Yeah, I mean, it has a ton of options, but you have to be strategic about how many of those options that you use simultaneously, Uh, you know, and as you learn and you grow with it, or anything really, you'll figure out what helps your site load faster um, and what where that balance is between the functionality and the look and then the load time as well
1: yeah you'll kill your load time if you're not careful with uh, images like images are the number one way you can kill load time anytime you've got something over 100 kb 200 kb you should really be questioning yourself do i need it this size and then like you were getting into basically functionality we're talking about plugins because WordPress is just a content management system. It's just a place where you can manage your content. It comes with the ability to make posts, the, the make pages, make categories, make tags, and and different things like that, but it doesn't have the functionality that certain uh, things that you want on your website, you got to get plugins for that.
0: The yeah. downside
1: with plugins is there's a, a million different authors out
0: there. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about... The pitfalls of plugins for a second here, because if you're going out there, you you know the function that you're looking for, right? Say like I want I want this specific function in my website. Like I want a contact form. I want a section of my website where people can put in their information. I can capture their phone number, their email address. So I go to my dashboard on the sidebar of WordPress, and I go to plugins. Where it says install new plugins or search for new plugins, I click on that. I type in contact form or whatever in the search box, and then all these options are going to come up. What are we looking at when we're looking at what are we judging these different options by?
1: So, if you're not wanting to walk down this road, just remember a good theme like Divi is going to have different divs, different modules, like a contact form that you can use pre built. Mm-hmm. We take our builds a, a little Bit away from the pre-build for the most part. We'll use like uh, Contact Form 7, we've used Gravity Forms, we've used some other things but one thing that, that separates the plugin makers are the reviews, how many active installs there are and then is it up to date with the current Version of WordPress and how often is it updated? Was it three years ago that they updated it? You gotta stay away from something that doesn't have you know several hundred thousand build uh, uh, active users, doesn't have like a dang near five star uh, review. If it's sitting around a three or four, then you need to read those comments and see where it's gone wrong for other people. Inside the plugins, though, you'll find everything you need and. Um, and that's the great thing about WordPress, and, and we can give you some ideas of some plugins.
0: Yeah, and you do have to be careful there, guys, because that's we've broken many websites simply by making the wrong choice with the plugin. So it is, it will, it will definitely be a benefit to you to check for those reviews and look for those active user ratings because. That really lets you know, you know, if this is a good bet or not to use that plugin. And it's not like you shouldn't use any plugin, but we're just saying be aware of those factors when you're trying to choose from different options for a certain function that you're trying to add to your website.
1: So, a couple plugins that you cannot get around—you have to have them. One is a child theme. You're you're gonna eventually want to add some some uh, creativity to your site, some additional CSS. you got to add a child theme because every time your theme updates it basically whitewashes all the changes that you make to the header.php and the different sheets. Creating a child theme creates like an additional layer on top of that theme so that you can have an additional style sheet, an additional header.php page that doesn't get wiped and every time you update your theme which trust me sometimes it's like three times a week and uh, and that's a good thing you want a theme that's continually updating with WordPress um, so you're gonna have to get that child theme plugin and we use like a child theme configurator it's amazing We another one that you can't get around is the is the Yoast plugin for SEO this is going to help you do your metas um, it's an open graph type of meta it's going to help you set the meta titles meta descriptions a keyword which is created by Yoast. Um, so T-word doesn't really exist out there in Google. Long tails and, and head terms do. Keyword just reminds us what are we trying to talk about on this page. And um, it's going to help you optimize each one of those pages. Another one would be like a defender, security defender. You have to keep your site defended. WordPress is notorious for getting hacked and destroyed. So you, you got to have a, a, a plugin for um, SEO. That would be Yoast you want to have a plugin for a child theme configurator so you can add CSS and different... Uh, you could add the tag manager to the header. You could add scripts if you want to. We typically just add the tag manager, add our scripts in the tag manager. You're going to want a Defender. There's like two or three others that are really good. You might want a caching plugin. We've had a ton of problems with caching plugins. We've used Hummingbird. We've used Fastest Cache. We've used Super Cache. Um, oh my gosh, it's just, we've used the gamut of them and, and sometimes you run a risk with them, so you got to be super cautious with
0: plugins. Yep, absolutely. And yeah guys, that covers the logistics, the basics of getting your website off the ground, starting from just picking out your domain name to actually getting the bare bones up on WordPress. In our next episode, we're going to go a little bit deeper in how to plan out your site structure before you even start typing words and putting images on your pages, just so you can have a super solid foundation. That'll be the next episode of the Bootstrap series, but for now, I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast.